This is KJZZ's SUNUP. It's your daily news update from Phoenix, the state, and the region. Good morning, I'm Bruce Drummond. Phil is due back tomorrow. This podcast is a daily digest of the news events in Arizona. Welcome to Wednesday. It's Valentine's Day, February 14th. We'll celebrate by giving you the news. Mesa Mayor John Giles gave his final State of the City address yesterday before term limits will end his tenure. As Spencer West reports, Giles reflected on the city's transformation in the decade since he first took office. Giles, a Mesa native, was first elected in a special election in 2014. Over the next decade, Mesa saw significant investments by tech companies, including Meta and Apple. Giles prioritized transportation and higher education issues, which both helped revitalize the city's downtown. ASU and NAU are planning new facilities, light rail has expanded, and the Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport has grown significantly. It's been the honor of my life to serve my hometown as mayor. But Mesa's best days are ahead of us. We're only getting started. Mesa is taking off. Although Giles will be termed out at the end of this year, the city charter will allow him to run again in 2028. Spencer West, KJZZ News, Phoenix. An effort to require the approval of Congress or the state legislature to deploy the National Guard is sweeping the nation. But as Cameron Sanchez reports from the politics desk, the attempt hit a wall in Arizona. The Arizona National Guard can be deployed by the president, but Republicans introduced a bill that would require the approval of Congress or the state legislature to send them to war. National Guard General John Connolly criticized the plan, saying the state has no authority to stop the president's deployment. The notion that by passing this bill, the governor is somehow going to be able to stop, or the legislature is going to be able to stop the Arizona National Guard from deploying is frankly nonsense. Unless she runs out onto the tarmac and throws herself in front of a KC-135, she has no ability to stop the National Guard. The bill was voted down in its first committee hearing with bipartisan opposition, but it can still be revived. More than half of the 50 states have a version of this bill in their legislatures this year. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Without legislative approval, the Arizona Department of Transportation would be dissolved July 1st. On Monday, a Republican-led Arizona Senate committee approved a bill to continue the agency. But the vote came only after several restrictions were added that include quashing any efforts to reduce the number of cars on Arizona's roads. Here is Republican Jake Hoffman. The Democrats have this weird idea of going back like 100 years in technology as somehow the answer to, uh, you know, commute issues. The reality is that people love automobiles. The measure now needs full Senate approval. But a spokesperson for Governor Katie Hobbs says politicizing ADOT is a non-starter. The Maricopa Association of Governments is trying to forecast future transportation needs in the region. The first step is a public survey. Catherine Davis-Young has more. Participants in the Household Travel Survey will use a smartphone app to track their travel habits for a 24-hour period. That could be a drive to the grocery store, a light rail commute to work, or any other trips out of the house. Vladimir Lifshitz with MAG says the data collected provides critical information about travel patterns in the region. Including the places people go, the way they get there, the challenges they might have, and much more. In the coming months, MAG will mail postcard invitations to thousands of randomly selected households in Maricopa and Pinal counties. Households that take part in the survey can earn up to $100. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. On a party-line vote, an Arizona Senate committee passed a bill that would ban voter registration workers from getting paid strictly by the number of names they register. 
Bill sponsor Republican Ken Bennett says the current rules incentivize workers to commit fraud by adding names. It doesn't prohibit people employing people to do a voter registration project. You just can't pay them by name. Bennett says Governor Katie Hobbs had vetoed a similar bill last legislative session. He says he'd be willing to modify his latest bill to avoid a repeat of last year. The Arizona House of Representatives voted down legislation yesterday that would have stopped smaller counties from regulating the safety of tiny homes. From the politics team, Wayne Schutzke reports. Mesa Republican Barbara Parker's bill would have banned counties from requiring a building inspection or permit when someone wants to build a tiny home. The prohibition would have applied to dwellings of 600 square feet or less built on rural land in counties with less than 500,000 people. The bill failed in the House after three Republicans joined all Democrats in opposition. Republican Matt Gress voted against the bill. He says that instead of inspections, Owners would file an affidavit that essentially says, I hold all entities free from liability if this house falls in on me. I don't know if that is the best public policy to have in a state. The House could take a second look at the bill in the future, following a successful motion to reconsider by Republican Teresa Martinez. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Republican state lawmakers are requesting an investigation into Yuma County for using taxpayer funds to enter a contract they say violates state law. Here's Cameron Sanchez once more. Yuma County is seeking better broadband services, and the county supervisors selected a Nebraska-based telecommunications company called Allo to provide them. The project will cost several million dollars. The agreement is the subject of an ongoing lawsuit filed by two other telecommunications companies who were not selected for the project. Six state lawmakers filed a request on Monday for Attorney General Chris Mays to investigate whether Yuma County violated state law by entering an agreement with an unlicensed contractor. If Mays' report determines the county violated the law, a portion of the county's funding could be withheld. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A state House committee passed a bill that would make it illegal to reduce the operating budget of any municipal law enforcement agency below the previous year's budget. If any community did so, they would see a dollar-for-dollar reduction in their shared state revenues until funding was restored. The measure follows after defund the police movements arose throughout the nation after the murder of George Floyd. Democratic Representative Marcelino Quinones voted against the measure, saying it would take away local control from communities. I trust uh, local elected officials to make the decisions that are best for their cities and towns. Arizona has not seen reductions in police funding in recent years. The National Weather Service is tracking yet another atmospheric river that could soak the West Coast by the end of this week. Meteorologist Matt Salerno says that storm system could bring another round of rain and snow to Arizona early next week. We'll have a better idea as we head into the rest of this week and into this weekend. But it does look like another active pattern, maybe some cooler temperatures as well. With all of the precipitation in the past couple of weeks, Phoenix has already had an inch more rain than normal for the month of February. The Arizona Department of Education is focusing on health and wellness in schools with a new partnership. Jacob Seaver has more. The Arizona Department of Education is partnering with Health Corps, a nonprofit organization co-founded by television personality Dr. Mehmet Oz. The goal is to offer more health education programming to middle and high school students. The organization places mentors from Arizona State and Grand Canyon universities in low-resource, high-need schools to help students overcome health challenges like obesity. Tom Horn is the Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction. Specifically, I do think it'll improve academics. Studies have shown that. If students are eating healthy and exercising, they do better academically than if they're not. 
The organization already worked with several schools and clubs throughout the state. Jacob Seaver, KJZZ News, Phoenix. This year's WM Phoenix Open saw organizers closing the gates and stopping alcohol sales as a crowd of over 200,000 fans became increasingly rowdy. There were also dozens of arrests made on the muddy course over the weekend. Chance Cosby is the Thunderbirds' executive director and is responsible for managing the Open. He says nothing is off the table when it comes to making changes. We know that we have to make improvements. Uh, We owe it to our fans. We owe it to the PGA Tour players that come and support this event, and, um, and, and we will, we're not going to let this happen again. Cosby says they'll start by looking at how many general admission tickets are made available to the public, as well as the tournament's security plan. In sports, Kevin Durant poured in a game-high 28 points, and Devin Booker added 25 more as the Suns beat the Kings at home 131-25. Sacramento's De'Aaron Fox scored 40 in a losing cause. The win brings the Suns to 32-22 on the season. They'll play the second of back-to-back games tonight when they host the Detroit Pistons. It's the Suns' last game before the NBA All-Star break. And in hockey, the Coyotes are looking to halt a six-game losing streak tonight. They're hosting the Minnesota Wild at Mullet Arena. That game starts at 7.30. And that's it for this edition of KJZZ's SunUp, the morning news podcast for Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Bruce Drummond. Thanks for the treat of your company today.